0: We crossed the plains Over the mountains We ported
1: streams We went west We trapped, we mined We carved our names With guns and axes We sought our fame Our destiny was manifest
2: And God helped those who stood in the way Of business and progress And the USA This is how The West was fucked Another good one in that vein is um, I have a movie called The Thing with Two Heads. Yes, I was just going to mention shit? that. Oh, yes, man. That's my favorite. It's like this racist old white guy is trying to get his life saved, and the only way they could save his life is by like cutting his head off and like attaching it to a different body. To a soul brother. <laughs> Attach it to a fucking... Uh, who's the guy? The... Oh, he was a football player. He was a, he was a football Rosie, player. Rosie Greer. Rosie Greer. That's yeah. who it was. So this <laughs> racist old white guy's head gets like fucking stitched onto Rosie Greer's body, and Rosie Greer plays like a uh, inmate. And they had to do it really fast uh, to like save his life, and then they'll figure out how to get rid of the the you know put him on a different body later. So it's like it's fucking.
1: It seemed like a good idea at the time. The white bigot was dying, and the black soul brother needed
0: time to prove his innocence. More part. I want to transplant my head on a healthy body. I think I like to donate my body to science after all. So they transplanted the white head onto the black body. Who would have suspected that neither would care for the idea too much? What are you guys doing to me? Shut up. Where's the rest of you? We are joined together temporarily. Stop this car immediately. Why don't you shut up? Hey, that's telling him. I should have known your kind stick together.
3: chase crash oh, scene oh god I love when they're on the motorcycle yeah. so it's like Rosie Greer's body
2: with fucking he's wearing a suit and he's got this racist old white guy's head stuck to his and they're just fucking bitching at each other the whole movie oh, trying man, to escape from got the fucking to go. cops <laughs> yeah. that movie is so fucking I just rad. sent
3: Andy the uh, the movie poster of that because he has it. it's a... so
2: good. it's like they're jumping that motorcycle yeah, yeah. they
3: have uh, his one bathroom just has nothing but like two headed stuff in it
2: oh nice <laughs> 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 mm.
3: Y'all see the Dolomite movie?
2: No, yeah. no. Oh, man. Wait. Is it a Dolomite movie without Dolomite? Wait, is, it a, is it a biopic about him? Yeah, Eddie Murphy.
0: The bad line still don't signify what he's doing anymore. The market's that motherfucker great to feed while you're standing on my goddamn feet. Right on.
1: What? Yeah. It's on Netflix. What? Like Rudy Ray Moore played by Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh. I remember him playing a couple times. I remember when he did his 80th birthday down there. I remember trying to help him get his rascal up on stage at the funhouse. And then Lee just picked it up like an ape and put it up there.
3: Didn't you say the uh, X apes played on that one?
1: No, it was the uh, Primate Five who who all wear gorilla masks, (laughs) which was probably not the best thought out uh, booking decision
3: of
1: that day. I mean, there was no uh, ill intent in the... I'm not, and uh, the Booker who were, remained nameless. But uh, then, as soon as he saw that on stage, he's like, "I've made a mistake." All <laughs> 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 right, wet your fucking whistle. Okay.
3: Welcome to how the West was fucked.
1: Hey, we've
3: got it right this time. See, there we go. Wow. We're turning over
1: a new leaf. Yep. Season two. Yep. Season two. This episode one of season two. Season uh, of the bitch. We're gonna try to be more. Organized or at least topically (laughs) timely Yeah I know that's a fucking fool's errand But so uh, Since uh, as we're recording This Halloween is uh, nigh And uh, we thought uh, It would be appropriate to uh, Steer away from a little more Heavier uh, uh, Historical things and just bring you some Spooky stories Um, From the old uh, west Get some Vincent Price
3: up in here
2: Yeah He sounded more like the alien from a fucking
1: oh, uh, all American Dad. Men, yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Same difference. Yeah. Same thing.
1: Fucking. So, or it's like the uh, how the West was fucked. Uh, uh, log cabin of horrors. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Whenever I do a mic check, I go
1: mic check. Price check. Vincent Price check. There you go. Got to cover your bases. <laughs> all right. So Tony, have you ever heard of a skinwalker?
2: I I know the term. Uh I believe I've heard it. I heard it mentioned on a episode of some podcast. Uh
1: what last podcast on the left? Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know exactly what it means, All right? Well, and, uh, I I was hoping you'd run into some of the since, since you are a shitty movie aficionado. And there are a lot of shitty movies about Skinwalkers these well, days. The, I'm I'm
2: mostly into, like, sci-fi. I like some horror, but I'm not, like, a horror aficionado. I'm no? like a shitty sci-fi A lot of these aficionado. Skinwalkers
1: movies came out on sci-fi. So, I mean... Sci-fi not, Network?
0: Yeah. Oh. Um, they, they
2: did make the uh, Superior Dune
1: film. I haven't seen their version. <laughs> I like the weird did David you, Lynch... You don't know that I'm making a joke. And Sharktopus... Oh. Well, yeah.
3: Vagina... Monster... Part two, 3.
1: Part 3. This started at Part 3. Sharky, yep. Puss Vagina Monster Part 3.
2: <laughs> yeah, you never heard of it? No. Yeah. Skin Arachnid Walker. Quake was probably one of my favorites, though. It's like oh. an earthquake that cracks open the mantle of the Earth, and then a bunch of giant spiders come out. Of course. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> Fucking dope. Oh,
1: and uh, Ed Furlong's in it, too. Oh, good. Wow. Yeah, this is like the only other thing he ever did. Oh, uh, well, apparently he's going to be in the new Terminator thing where everybody's old. I think he's going to be in that. <laughs> That's depressing. Yep. Let well, me which way. Skinwalkers. Okay. Uh, oh, it's
3: also a Tomahawk song. Mike Patton. It's a good one. Tomahawk song? Mm-hmm. Tomahawk.
1: Oh, band. Mike Patton, like uh Bathe No More, Mike Patton. we yep. a clown suit, Mike Patton. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bunghole? But, yep. This makes me think of Bone Tomahawk, which is an excellent horror movie and oh, a western Oh, that is a good one. one. Oh, yeah. 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 But we're not talking about that right now. We're going to talk about Skinwalkers a little bit. Which uh, we'll let Will do what Will does. I know
2: what it was. There's Skinwalker Ranch, right? Well, there's mm-hmm. that, and that's it kind like of they, involved. All but... the Skinwalkers pitched in and bought a ranch together, and that's where they go vacation
1: <laughs> yep. in the summertime. Now yeah. they call it the Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> They're eating kidneys <laughs> in the old pee patch. Yeah, I just watched a shitty documentary about that, too. Okay. so that has a lot of the uh, alien and the cattle mutilations... And the, the big, big thing big that flicks, it does actually tie in with skinwalkers, vampires, like everything. Well, and also the <laughs> dogs, like there's the old trope of all the, you know, these red-eyed mysterious dogs that come fuck you up. And that's been the thing since like England, you know, there's always some fucking dog that will come fuck you up. That's mysterious. Like the
3: hound of the fucking Baskervilles. Yeah. Ooh. Even though that's way up in Utah, the mm-hmm. the uh, yep. Na- Navajo curse them somehow.
1: Yeah. Yep. yep. That's up, what happened. Way up in Utah, mm-hmm. as we sit here in Washington.
3: Well, skinwalkers, <laughs> yep, they come from the Navajo folklore. It's a harmful witch who can turn into animals, right?
2: Yep. And... Uh, like, one witch can turn into a bunch of animals? Yeah, Like, I'm going to turn into a flock of seagulls? I or, like, you can turn into many different think animals. Just I the just the a many herd- different animals. at different times. Yeah, not multiple just a groups haircut. of animals. It's like Shang Tsung. that would
1: be a lot cooler. It's like, I'm going to be... 50,000 spiders. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh.
1: Oh. Easier to fight, though, really. like Kind of. I'm going to become a swarm of bees. Oh, tough talk. I have a flamethrower. <laughs> or Defend- just gonorrhea yeah.
3: would be better. Yeah, Just a bunch of gonorrhea.
1: Yes. <laughs> Syphilis. Fighting with mercury.
3: Uh, So the uh, Navajo word is yinaduhushi.
1: I'm sure that uh, yep, that's is you know, an representation that, yeah, of the Navajo. Yeah. That
3: translates to, with it, he goes on all fours. Yep. Or that's my favorite sexual position, too.
1: Yep. Uh facing dog stuff.
2: How do you jerk off on all fours, dude?
1: Uh, you got to get creative. Find yourself
3: a
2: pumpkin. Or a couch. Cock push-ups.
3: <laughs> so they kind of live uh, alongside humans. They're kind of not really supernatural. They're just kind of medicine men who can. Use their powers, not for good and healing, but to cause harm or witchery or anything like that.
2: Oh, so they didn't take the Hippocratic Oath, huh? No. Nope.
3: Wow. Or the Hippopotamus Oath, either. Well, wow. well
1: now, so in modern days, all the stories I was able to find is they, like, for some reason, like, to run alongside your car, like, your terrier that's happy that you got home.
3: Yep. Then turn into a human and, like, pound Sprint. on your hood. Yeah. And then know. leave. <laughs>
2: Welcome home.
1: Welcome to your doom. <laughs>
3: Did I ever tell you guys were driving back in Oregon it was like all the forest fires and shit? Oh, with the rabbits? Yeah, it was like two jackrabbits on one side and a deer on the other side. So I just stopped a car in the middle of the highway at like two in the morning. And it's like... What the hell's going on here? It's like a drug deal between two rabbits and a deer. <laughs> <laughs> They're just standing across the highway from each other. There's
1: no, there's no there. laws well, against the deer selling two rabbits of fucking drugs, like, or vice versa. There was one night when I was driving down an undisclosed highway, because I can't remember the name of the highway, in uh, southeastern Montana, and they, like, the ditches were full of deer, and luckily none of them wanted to run in front of my car, but what would happen is I'd be going along and just fucking rabbits would come out of my headlights and come running down the yellow lines of the road... And then come like a heat-seeking missile and just jump into my fucking tires, and I would like try to like avoid them and shit. But they were like these fucking crazy kamikaze rabbits. I I must have killed at least twenty of them, and it was I was trying to swerve around them, and do, but they just kept on. I don't. I've never had rabbits do that before.
0: Mm. They, it was skinwalkers. It was somewhat off-putting.
1: Doing. Yeah, it's like they it's picked really the wrong form. If they would have picked the form of like a bull moose or a bison, I would have been fucked.
3: Well, that's what they do. They try to cut in front of your car and tr- cause an accident.
1: Well, they caused an accident to themselves because I made a lot of mm. rabbit fucking confetti like all mm. over that stretch of the road. But <laughs>
3: Thanks, PETA. Well, I, 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 I tried. Tr- I tried. Drop their sponsorship.
1: I tried. <laughs> I didn't want to hurt them. Yeah. just kind of felt like they deserved it. They did. Well, they breed like, like
2: rabbits. so
1: Yeah, they did something very or, foolish. Or Sheltonites.
2: Shell tonight, but it was
1: off-putting. I mean, like literally, like once every three to five minutes, I would have a rabbit just sh- show up out of the gloom, sprinting down the highway, and instead of veering away from the headlights, just jump right under my tires. It was fucked.
2: Okay, okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so neighboring tribes have their own form of skinwalkers: the Pueblo Apache, Hopi, and the Ute. Uh, sometimes they started off as good healers but turned to the dark side. Oh. Mostly men, but they can be ladies, too. They, you know, equal opportunity. Wow. <laughs> Hashtag lady witch. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they kind of walk through the tribe undetected during the day and kind of transform at night. Ooh. So they kind of had to be initiated into, like, a secret society. That's always a good thing. Freemasons. Stone cutters. So, uh, yep, requires a evil deed. <laughs> kill a family member like your taxes. brother. <laughs> <laughs> Remove the tag from the mattress. Park in a handicap So <laughs> I hope they don't tell us from Rite Aid. Yeah. No. Then then they can get their supernatural powers after that. They can uh, shapeshift into coyotes, wolves, foxes, cougars, dogs or bears. Kind of any predatory animal. Yeah. That's, uh, I've, heard, childless, they, or, I've yeah. heard
1: about ones with like, birds too, right? We can do birds.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Maybe yeah. that's a like level two, like the gold package, like the executive. Like you gotta, you gotta pay <laughs> monthly for that one. Yeah, yep. four ninety nine a month.
3: So they transform by wearing the animal's skin. So that's why they're skinwalkers, I guess.
2: Oh, and, and skulls and
3: antl- antlers too.
2: Yeah, just like Tom Green and uh, Freddy got fingered. Don't remember
1: all I can remember from that is Daddy. Would you like some sausage? <laughs> or he or was top told, like,
2: secret. He's like, if you wanna, if you wanna write uh comics about animals you have to get inside the oh animals. didn't he like and he goes yeah he finds a dead a dead rotting fucking deer in the road and he puts it on you and know, gets right. hit by a semi-truck as you do yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay so uh that's why navajos never wore like uh predatory animal skins like bear skins it, right when around. also
1: they're traditionally they they were navajo so they didn't really need a full-on like no fur thing the, yeah, everything was either buckskin or something like no like loose hanging sheepskin. Or, yeah, or sheepskin condoms. Well, the sheepskin they would make into their <laughs> fine woven garments. That which, would be kind of scary. Uh, if You just saw oh, a dude yes. running we after should... you with a heart on and a condom on.
2: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking.
1: Knife no, we're we're going to talk about Clay Ellison later, and that there's some connotations about dicks and things on him with him. But Sweet. Uh,
3: uh, they can also take control of another human by making eye contact. <laughs> <or just laughs> make them do and say things you never would just by staring at them. That's pretty power. pretty freaky. So if they're in animal form, they'll have human eyes, but if they're in human form, they'll have animal eyes. Ooh, yep. mm-hmm. that's handy. Yep. Which, which a woman, uh, they kind of gather in caves and have sat- ceremonies to commit necrophilia, incest, cannibalism, and grave robberies. Kind so, of like the satanic panic back in the eighties. I was gonna sure, say sure. more like the pl-
1: <laughs> or the plot to the uh fucking uh the what's called uh the Night time is the right or the uh pagan. Come on, we just watched it oh uh, oh
2: uh dragnet. Yeah the yeah, dragnet yeah. movie oh, yeah. just like the just <laughs>
1: like get the dragon goat leggings him the
3: right. him the right. The rap at the end of that is just so, classic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I just like when he kills that snake with all the drugs. Yep. Oh, oh yeah you need some boots <laughs> Oh, and the best- okay, the last one the The best joke in the whole thing is when they call that girl the virgin Connie Swale for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And then at the end he's like, How how was your night last night, Frank? And he's like, I spent the night in the uh companionship of Connie Swale. Don't you mean the virgin Connie Swale? <laughs> bam, 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 <laughs> <credits>. <laughs> so
3: good. Fucking cocaine and <laughs> That's just you know Dan Aykroyd and cocaine. Fuck yeah. A good combination. All day long. Oh. Not a, what was the one where? Uh, oh, nothing but trouble. That nothing was but trouble's amazing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember one that the, one. He's got the dick nose,
2: and he's like the he's like the judge, and basically in a uh, what's that town in? I think it's like Which Maine or something. It? Where they have like a a mine fire underneath the whole town.
1: Oh, and yeah. uh,
2: he he's like the hundred and twenty year old like judge. Like, Vulcanvania, I think. Fuck, I
1: completely missed Chevy that. Chevy
2: Chase and Demi Moore. All right, well, I'll, bring it, I'll bring it to the bar. We'll watch it. It's <laughs> fucking right. amazing. Eight, amazing. 2% on Rotten
3: Tomatoes. I read
2: about that movie recently, and it's, like, the, the only time that a, a, a film company gave um uh Dan Aykroyd full license to do whatever the fuck he wanted to. <laughs> oh, He's God. like, I had this bad dream, and I wrote it down, and we're going to make a movie out of it. Oh. And then he, he hired all these rad people to work on the movie, oh. and he was just like... Yeah, whatever you think is cool, pointing at the prop people, whatever you think is cool, just do it. So they'd come at him with all these crazy ideas. You'd be like, "Sounds good, let's do it." Sounds good, let's do it. Nobody said no to anything. All the fuck <laughs> I not fucking seen this? insane. <laughs> in fucking, it's like a fever dream. All right, well, I'm I'm strapped into that And John one, Candy, yeah. John Candy plays like a a a, a male cop, and like yes, and, and a fucking lady that's gonna get uh, married off to Chevy Chase. Fucking a. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Digital Underground's in it with yep. Tupac. <laughs> what yes (laughs) okay i can't believe i've yeah it's so fucking sick dude (laughs) i remember seeing that when i was like 10 years old or something or 11 and just being like what the fuck yep
3: it was a a mr bonkers favorite too so that explains a lot a lot uh uh, well oh skinwalkers they can also read people's minds they cause disease, destroy property And if they're near the house They'll make sounds like knocking on the windows so And doors and, yeah. and scraping and at the walls Spray
1: painting the inside of your yeah, bathroom TP your fucking trees
2: Yep.
3: Also appear in front of vehicles Huzzah! They just disappear
1: Fucking rabbits Picked yeah, the yep. Should have been a rhino yep. yep
3: That's why Navajos never go out alone at night
1: Yep
3: Anymore
2: Anymore
3: I wouldn't either Of course, they're extremely fast and agile, run faster than a car, jump high cliffs, and leave big prints, you know, bigger than normal animals anyway. And they're usually naked, but sometimes have scraps of clothing on, like the Incredible Hulk. Pasties.
1: Some purple shorts. (laughs) And a boner ripping out of it. (laughs) And the ambiguous assless chaps, which I I even hate saying that, because all chaps are assless. Nobody can say assless chaps anymore. Mm -hmm. It's like saying wet water. By default, like, yeah. Assless pants, that's just chaps I have a, Assless chaps are also just shit I have a real
3: racist banjo song Called Japs no. Ch- and Chaps no. <laughs> But it, it starts out As they come to the karaoke night And this guy's just racist as all hell But uh, one guy Gets up and he sounds just like George Jones So they went they went on the racist over And they go home happy oh,
1: like <laughs> It's like on, on Deadly Ground Where uh, Stephen Skull beats the racism Out of the guy
2: Mm-hmm.
3: The bar. And then it absorbs it all somehow,
2: <laughs> and then goes home
0: and <laughs> the shit out his lo- that came later. Yeah. Yep. And
1: then
3: oh, he's a piece of work too. Fuck. Yeah.
2: if by work you mean shit, yes. Yep. All
1: right. So yeah, it, it same might- with
3: Joe Friday. He was a uh, fucking drunk. Too. Oh, the
1: guy that played the original
2: Joe Friday? Yeah.
1: I know that if you drink, you suffer a loss of judgment. If you drink to excess,
2: the TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I have no doubt. Yep. <laughs> yeah it was 1956 what are even, what are you of course yep the sky is fucking blue and the sun will come up tomorrow yeah, you know, all chaps like,
2: are fuck? assless and you know?
3: uh, they kill out of revenge by greed and they rob graves and to collect ingredients for the black magic sell your kids weed <laughs> so basically they blame uh, the night for everything any sort of or, yeah, droughts, famines, poor crops poor pork chops <laughs> And uh, when, chips. if you remember our episode on the Navajo Long Walk, when they're in the Bosque Redondo for those four or five years or whatever.
1: With uh, Kit Carson.
3: Yep. Uh, they When they came back, they kind of said, like, hey, there's a bunch of skinwalkers with us now because of all that fucked up shit we had to put up with us. Yeah. So.
1: You made us turn mm-hmm. into skinwalkers.
3: So, in, uh, yeah, in 1878, they had a witch purge. Oh, good. And they, uh, they killed good. 40 uh, suspected witches.
2: Good. <laughs> So everything's fine now
3: Yeah (laughs) Shit So they're not as uh, nefarious as they are today They're basically just kind of You know punks 13 year old punks Causing trouble Yeah Yeah.
1: Well but the big thing is Okay The reason why we bring them A is Halloween show And we want to talk about Spooky old west shit And that's a good segue Into stuff And uh, the biggest thing is Like the Navajo Like really really don't like Talking about them Even amongst each other In most cases And they definitely don't like Talking about them to white people But to especially, Mm -hmm. like, apparently, especially to a lot of your, like, older Navajo folks, they still think, I mean, that's a big part of, like, their thing. Like, even your day-to-day life, you don't want to do shit to piss off the skinwalker. Or maybe if shit's going wrong, you might have a skinwalker fucking around, looking in your windows, going through your mail, doing whatever. So it's a big part of shit, but we just kind of bring it up because... And like lately, there's just been a shitload of weird movies about it, and you know you find shit on the internet and stuff about it. But now, if I may, we're gonna switch topics. Oh, I mean, okay. we're gonna talk about a real kind of—I mean, embellished, but at least somewhat documented—real animal that terrorized the Southwest. Humans. Well, other than that one, oh. uh, but this was a one individual critter that. Uh, what was that like? The beast. Uh, the, what 1880s? 1883. Um, okay, like the a, 80s. Like there was a uh, there was a couple dudes like the lep, left their wives wives at home, went to do some fucking thing, shear sheep, kill a native population, Folk do whatever other. you did in the 1800s. And, but uh, either which way, um, the one woman went out to get some water, and then there was heard like a bunch of like animal screaming, and then her screaming, and all this shit. And uh, when the guys came home, you know the other woman had barricaded themselves in the house with with the kids, and the uh, the men went, went and lit torches looking for the missing woman, and they found her like horribly like um like trampled, trampled and mangled, and a bunch of giant giant hoof prints and strands of red hair like sticking in the bushes around there. And they're like, "What the fuck?" And like the the county coroner is like, "Uh, you know, if there wasn't the red hair and the hoof prints, I would just assume you got beaten to death by your husband with like an axe handle or something." <laughs> but since we don't have that, it's uh unknown cause of death. Okay, so it's that was- pr-
2: it's probably those like uh, the cow things from uh, Stargate. You know when they go oh over, those things like, the, yeah to Egypt planet. There's those long hair red fucking cow things.
1: Well, it's funny you kind of mentioned that because like uh, the next incident uh, involves some uh, miners. That were uh, uh, sleeping in their tents, and they heard, like, this screaming-ass noise, and then something, something like, knocked over their tents, started freaking out all their horses and mules. And, like, uh, uh, they described it as being 30 feet tall at one point, and one guy said it flew in on wings and all this crazy shit. But once again, after, nobody was killed or injured, well, at least not killed in that incident, but then in dawn's early light, they found the same thing. Big-ass fucking cloven hoof prints, far bigger than the horses, which, you know, horses have one hoof, like, you know, one-toed hoof. Um, you know, the biggest uh, the biggest clove foot on this continent should be a moose, probably because it's gonna be bigger than a bison, mm-hmm. right? That's not gonna be in the southwest, it's not gonna be in the States. southwest, correct. And then the humps, the hunks of uh, ooh, uh, the hunks of uh, reddish, <laughs> reddish hair hanging off of uh, I, I think oh, it was, it was, oh, it was a
3: beast, Ronald McDonald.
1: And then uh, somebody had also described the fact that they saw a devilish character uh, was riding said beast. This giant beast had it had a another devilish figure on its back, and it's like, holy fuck! Okay, and then freaky people kept on like running into this and like seeing it, and getting freaked out by it, and also Red telling, telling so horseshit stories think? about this. But then eventually, there was a dude that was out, and he saw something big moving through the brush. And he sat there, and he laid there, and he waited until it came out in the open. And then he saw what it was and was able to identify it. Now, Tony, what do you think that he saw?
2: Well, I'm going to be cheating a little bit because I heard you accidentally say humps. <laughs> so I'm going to say it's a camel.
1: It's a fucking camel. Yeah.
2: Could, could, be, <laughs> your, could
3: be your lady humps. So was
2: that, I, I remember hearing at one point that there was some crazy person that was trying to like, um, trying to trying to make the the uh, what United Postal Service, uh, deliver on camels instead of horses at
1: one point. Does, ah, it, does this have anything to do with that? It does, and you're fucking completely—well, not completely wrong. You're you're seventy percent wrong, but you, you got the government involvement is correct. Okay, and the camels are correct. The army in the 19, er, in the eighteen sixties, uh, they wanted to test out having uh, camels uh, using the cavalry in the Southwest because okay. of you know the fact that camels are better in the desert than horses, and mules, right. And so uh, they went, uh, they sent out people to various middle I know Egypt, um, I think Syria, some other places, and they built up a herd of, I can't remember how many fucking camels, but they built up a herd of them and they and they hired a bunch of guys that were like camel guys, or basically they hired guys that they found near camels because apparently some of them had never worked with camels before, they just wanted to come to America and have jobs. So it was like, oh shit, shit I know yeah man, I can, work, I can work camels, yeah. But uh, in amongst those guys There was a guy uh, It was like uh, uh, Oh fuck Now I forget his name uh, It's
3: actually uh, yeah. Jeff- Jefferson Davis Had a lot to do with it too
1: Yeah Back when he was still Secretary of, Before the Civil War When yep. Jefferson Davis Was still part of the Union and, Union government and, mm-hmm. and, Yeah he, he was one of the guys That had the idea To do this <clears throat> But uh, one of the guys That showed up Is uh, Haji Ali You know like Haji Meaning you're a Muslim dude That did the Hajj. Yep in Ali. Uh, I can't remember what is. He's actually, uh, he was part Jordanian and part Greek and was born in Syria. Of course. A... What's his, like, uh, pre-Muslim name? I can't remember. It's, like... Oh,
2: yeah, it was something. Wait, what do you fucked. mean part, part of the Hajj? I, I guess... Wait, I when you mean go to the Hajj,
1: okay, part of being, like, uh, in, in Islam, whenever you hear about the Hajjis, it's you uh, you go to Mecca. It's, it's mm-hmm. one thing everybody's supposed to do as a Muslim one time in their life is yeah. you go to Mecca, and they have the big, like, uh, black... Like thing in the middle of the, like the, the, uh, they do a pilgrimage basically, okay. and, um, and that's, after you do that, you're 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 considered a haji, one who has done the hajj.
3: Oh, okay. Um, uh, later, he was known as Philip Tedro,
1: which is actually his birth name too, because he's born to Christian parents and he did convert to Islam uh, when they were uh, yeah, he was in Syria under the Ottoman Ottoman Caliphate. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh,
3: here's a good story: who was once insulted because he had not been invited to a German picnic in Los Angeles. <laughs> He broke up the gathering by driving into it. A yellow cart pulled uh, two pet camels.
1: Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So he just straight bent herd the shit out of some kind of German picnic. I heard it was invited. I tried to find more details about that one, and I was unable to. (laughs) Wow. Sadly. But either which way, this guy, and uh, I think it was like six other dudes, most of which were of Greek descent, and many of which had never handled a camel before, and since none of the Americans could like pronounce any of their names, it was like he his name became High Jolly, like H I Jolly. <laughs> okay, and he's, Santa Claus. he's he became somewhat f- famous. There's actually a monument to him in uh, Quartzite, uh, Arizona, Arizona. Yeah. where there's a big burial mound kind of thing uh, with a copper camel on top of it. Cool. So yeah, that was the idea. As like copper camel, the tone. army was going to try to uh, bring in camels to uh, use for the cavalry and for supply trains. Now, the biggest problem is, like, it, it ended up being a failure. It wasn't because the camels were shitty at hauling stuff. It wasn't because they, you know, couldn't swim couldn't across rivers. Either, right? They were always afraid they weren't going to be able to ford rivers. But yeah. there got accounts of them, like, easily swimming across a river while there's horses and mules getting drowned. Damn. But what sucked is, since the horses and mules that the army used... We're fucking terrified of these goddamn things. Uh, the minute the, they would come in, all the horses and mules freak the fuck out and run to the hills. Oh, shit. And it's also the fact that the people that are used to being, I don't know, mule skinners, they have a name, mule skinner, not mule tickler, yeah. not mule fondler, <laughs> mule skinner. <laughs> well, they're used to getting compliance out of animals a lot of times by beating it. Oh, that doesn't work And if the you beat camel. a camel, the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna hork a giant, giant fucking loogie <laughs> in your face, and then they're gonna bite you. And, you know, horses have big chomping teeth, well, so do camels, but then they also have big fucking tusks, which which the males use to fight amongst themselves. Duh. So there was tales of, like, some of these, like, mule skinners getting bit on the arm and just having the flesh ripped away. Um, <laughs> so, when people think of camels, you don't generally think of them as being the horrible right. monster of the dark. Right. But the one that we were talking about now, which was dubbed usually the, the seem Red like Ghost... Plain pool. Yeah, smoking can- cigarettes yeah. <laughs> with penis-shaped noses selling cigarettes to the children. We were just, somebody bought a, when we were watching the Hawks game today, somebody uh, bought a pack of uh, Camel Blues and it's a color color your own oh, pack yeah, of cigarettes. Knows, yeah, it's so like a So they're book trying back? to get away from that, like Joe Camel's marketing to children by making the pack of cigarettes a coloring book? What? <laughs> what the fuck? Sounds, sounds legit. <laughs> yeah. This way, okay. The initial monster we're talking about that killed the lady and fucked up the miners, he became known as the Red Ghost, and it was a big fucking fucking awesome. name. it was a big fucking red camel. Yeah. That uh, the guy couldn't tell. He he said there was something strapped to it that looked like a rider, but he couldn't tell what it was. Okay. And so it fucked up because there was a big ravine. He couldn't get closer to it, and he didn't really want to because he had heard these stories. Yeah. Well, later on, uh, a group of another uh, another group of miners encountered this fucking thing. And they're able to actually try to shoot at it. But they they either missed it or just grazed it or whatever. But they saw something fall off of it. So it ran off into the distance and they went down to where they had shot it and see the thing. Well, what they found was. <laughs> no idea. A human skull with still some mummified flesh on Whoa. it and a, and a fucking. some hair and shit. Whoa, so the rider
2: had died and was still strapped to the fucking thing? Right. That is scary as shit.
1: Right. <laughs> you know? Holy fuck. <laughs> And so shit kept on going on. I know there was another wagon train that got disrupted by it because once again horses. And Wait, mules, this was all one fucking one camel? fucking camel. Whoa. And it's long after that. This is like almost twenty years after that fucking army experiment with Holy the camels. shit! Because a lot of okay, a lot of the army camels either got sold off to circuses or whatever, and then some of them just got released because like there were some guys that like these mule skitters left. Yeah, care for these fucking camels? We got to go fight the civil war now. We'll be back. And they're like, I fucking hate these things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sadly they escaped into the night. I don't have to fuck with this loogie <laughs> oh, spitting monster anymore, dude. But, but anyway, this so-
2: fucking oh my god, there's just a fucking skeleton on the back of a camel. That would be... Think about 1882. Like, that would be the scariest fucking thing you will ever see in your life.
1: I think it'd be, Even the, nowadays. It'd be the scariest fucking thing I've seen
3: in my life today. Yeah. It's what? probably been on there for like a couple years, too. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll get into that. But there was a couple of other things where that thing would come disrupt wagon trains. And you've heard a camel before with a... Uh, they can also scream, they can do all kinds of horrible noises, Yeah. and of course they seem huge. You know, if that thing's coming upon you in the dark, and like knocking over wagons and shit like a pissed off brontosaurus, it's like, you know, these people are freaking the fuck out. But, but eventually, there was a dude who heard something weird in his yard. Like he had a weird name, like Measem, or... No, I didn't the get The guy that. that shot him in the turnip, turnip patch. Spoiler alerts. Shot him right in the turnip <laughs> patch.
3: We'll call him Measlem.
1: <laughs> Either which way, a guy like basically looked out his window and saw this horrific camel stand there eating his turnips and just like posted up, like shot the fucker with his Winchester and just dropped it.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, under uh, uh, inspection, and there had been people that had seen after the head finding, they oh shit, there's a human skeleton on this thing. By the time the guy shot it, the skeleton had mostly fallen off. But it still had all this like raw like bindings and leather bindings that the guy had been strapped onto oh, their skin. S&M. Cool. And, and, and they had been cutting into this thing's flesh, Ooh. thus, of course, driving it crazy yeah, and, yeah. and making it super aggressive. Oh, my God, dude. So it's speculated what might have happened uh, to get the corpse on the back of the camel. Uh, my favorite theory, I don't think it's the true one, but my favorite one is back in the day when they're still trying to do the camel core. They had some private that didn't like the camels, didn't want to ride the camels, didn't do any shit. But, like, his sergeant and his squad, like, strapped his ass to a fucking camel and then slapped the motherfucker on the rump and let it, like, run off into the desert, thinking they are going to easily recatch it, and they never did. And he just, like, slowly starved to death or dehydrated on the back of this fucking camel while being tethered to it because... when they looked at the bindings, there's no way, like, somebody had gotten on there and tied themselves to it. Right. Because that was one theory of somebody was riding it, and they were getting weary, and they didn't want to fall off, so they tied themselves onto it. Right. But the knots were apparently too far down. Um, and then there was theorized that the Apache had tied somebody to it. Yeah. It's, it, but the Apache in those days, they would have just killed the camel and eaten well, it. Well, if they, you- they, they
2: it fe- it almost feels like it was a punishment for something, you know what I mean? Somebody's like, "Go fuck yourself." We're gonna tie you this camel well, and slap. And it over there's the also
1: head. the... because at that time too, there was uh, some of these uh, like uh, surplus army camels were used at salt mines mm-hmm. and shit, mm-hmm. and like they hated them too. And they th- well, plus they didn't understand that. Yeah, they still need to drink. I mean, they only need to drink once every three days, but they still need to drink. Right. So they were like dying on them and doing all crazy shit. And um, there's the thought that like. Maybe they just didn't want the camels anymore and they had a corpse they needed to get rid of. So they just, like, strapped it to him and slapped it on the ass. See you so.
3: later. I think he was just passed out at the bar and they just fucked with him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> Henry's going to be so pissed in the morning.
3: <laughs> going to draw a dick on his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send him to a certain death.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, so this guy shot the thing in the turnip patch and thus ended the reign of... Uh, the Red Ghost. The Red Ghost.
3: It's like nine years.
1: yeah. But the but the story is still like uh, like cause officially I think the last camels were eradicated from the Southwest I think in the 1909, but up until even the 50s people still claimed to like run into fresh camel shit or occasionally run into camels in like oh, California like, and Texas.
2: Oh, that's awesome! It's like uh, it's like uh, uh, what Bigfoot,
1: kind of like Bigfoot, cool, only far more plausible, plausible and real, and likely with some documentation. <laughs> Well, and then I was like, I was telling Will on the way here, there's even a, one of the camels ended up, I think, on the Confederate side of the Civil War, and he got killed at, like, not Appomattox, he was killed, one of them fucking big battles, his name was Old Douglas, and there's, like, there's a goddamn <laughs> grave for this fucking camel at one of the Civil War battle sites where he got shit. killed, like, so camels were a bigger part of the Old West than people think. We they have to like, go back
2: and redraw all the uh, all like, old <laughs> cowboy books. Yeah, the it's just...
1: Well, that was another one. Is, uh, Yeah, one of the other encounters with the Red Ghost is a cowboy. It was in a corral, like, drinking or doing whatever. And what do cowboys do?
2: They run cows from place to and place? And
1: what, what do they like to do? Oh, lasso. They like to lasso shit. So this guy decided to lasso this fucking thing and then decided that was a terrible idea when it was, like, dragging him and his horse along. <laughs> 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 and that's actually the guy that... Figured out that it was a human skeleton on the shit.
2: But I'm just imagining coming up against that thing in the dark, and it's like just the thought of it
1: is fucking freaky as hell, dude. And that's why I'm so super happy I found that story last night because <laughs> it's fucking amazing. That's <laughs> fucking rad. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, they should have,
3: like, ostriches and other shit riding around.
1: There probably was. We got to look into, like, you know, the, fucking conf- the civil Confederates. civil war on
3: hippos and shit. <laughs> the, confeder- the Confederate, confederate was, suicide ostrich.
1: I think one. there was a
2: dude that was trying to fucking push uh, hippos over here. Oh, no, well, that was... Uh, that's for, because... For that's because
1: no, meat. No, well, there's also... Uh, famously, uh, uh, what's his fucking, not Noriega, uh, come on, Pablo Escobar. Oh, Escobar. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah zoo zoo, And yeah. now in Colombia, there are wild hippos, and those are from fucking Escobar oh, shit. <laughs> shit. We, and we nobody have... knows what to do with them, because they're destructive as shit to the natural yeah, environment, and yeah. they're hippos, they're mean as fuck. Yeah. But yeah, like, they actually showed them on, uh, not Top Gear, but like the, uh... Oh, the, Grand Tour? Yeah, they, yeah. The, uh, the boys from, you know, like Clarkson, they yeah. went and found some... Some South American hippos. Yep.
3: Yeah, there's a a lady that uh, has PO box there, and she's in Medellin. That's where she's retiring. It's like, okay, how many times did you get robbed? Yeah, good luck. But yeah, I told her about the hippos, and she's like, what?
2: (laughs) Oh, I see what you mean. I was getting confused. Uh, Will, if you guys don't know, is a mailman. Fuck you.
1: And we don't mean that like, you know, cisgender male man. <laughs> we mean. He is US, that too. US I got, I got two dicks. That's he's how an,
3: much of a man I he's am. He's a mail carrier.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he not carry much of it. No. More like stuff sitting in PO boxes. Yeah. yeah. Fart in it. Yeah. Well, that'll teach you how to fart <laughs> in your Geico flyers. What? <laughs> I, know, I always get a bunch of Geico flyers. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Fantosi, or current resident.
2: Yep, we are we are not picky. <laughs> I do miss getting the AOL CDs in the mail though. Those, yeah, are, those awesome. are awesome. They're great to throw.
1: Yeah, great. Yeah, coasters. Ninja Stars.
3: Yeah! Ah! Hi. Oh. <clears throat> Hi, this is finished, Jekyllin of the Jekyllin Hyde Store. Denver's premier tannery. We'll tan your hide. any hide. Cow hide. Bear rugs. Buckskins. Goat's throats, Lamb made of human skin. We don't care. Heck, it don't even have to be dead. But it sure helps. So head on down to Jacqueline Hide store today. We'll tan your hide.
0: How the West was fucked. How the West was fucked. Fire,
3: fire, fire. So, what do you know about Charles Kennedy?
2: Uh... Is he part of the actual Kennedys?
3: Well, he does kill people,
2: so he oh, would, okay.
3: would be... He didn't have to drive off Or is he related bridge. to that
2: fucking uh, MTV VJ that turned into a right-wing pundit? Uh, yeah, he wasn't
1: I'm not much sure. of a cunt. Yeah, I'm not sure about his actual <laughs> lineage. Uh, I don't know shit. What's his yeah. first name again?
2: Uh, Charles Kennedy. Charlie Kennedy. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he's
3: a big, burly mountain man type with a Ute wife. That's hot. And a three-year-old son. They moved to the Moreno Valley in New Mexico, which is just uh, north, northeast of Taos.
1: Yep. Which we Not know already. from uh, Kit Carson mm-hmm. and the Taos Lightning and all
3: the. Yep. So he built himself a little uh, traveler's rest, rest stop, hotel slash. You know, here's a come here's in, a and flea have some re- beans, flea, red in bed.
1: Right. Uh, in between the the town of Elizabethtown Town and Taos. Which they used to call E-Town, which I think is very progressive. Yeah. Area. Easy E-Town. Well, I also, like, uh, there's another town close to there that was called Macaroni.
0: Whoa. Which I
1: <laughs> yes. Is there a cheese town I near us? That would be awesome. Yeah.
3: yeah. There, I still get, like, um, tourist stuff from Red River, which is just, like, right up the, like, a yuppie ski town right there. So, I guess I have to move there since they keep sending me junk email.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it works, huh? They're just... Winning you over slowly, We're, just wearing mm-hmm. it down.
3: Yep. Uh, so the after the travelers checked in, they really didn't check out that uh, much. Uh, it's like a roach motel. <laughs> yep. Well,
1: It's uh, to me, it seems like okay because they estimate the body count somewhere between like fourteen is what I heard. I mean, four somewhere. Well, I was seeing fourteen and then up to a hundred. <laughs> now, <laughs> it all depends. I, I don't that's think that's a he lot. Would, uh, that's a pretty big spread.
3: I don't know if he'd really murder you if you didn't have anything worth stealing.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm going to go with like. what it seems like maybe like one out of seven. Maybe. Yeah,
3: but nobody really realized these people are missing because there's because you're traveling through pl- plenty through of other ways to die yeah, out there. Right, in a grizzly bear could
1: drug you off and buried you in the weeds, or the natives could have gotten here. Yeah, I heard there was a thousand ways to die in the West. No, I one now because of camels. Oh, shit <laughs> that movie sucked. <laughs> Don't watch it. I won't. No. Uh,
3: so, oh, where am I? Oh, yeah. Uh, none of us they could uh pin on him, but um, uh, his wife kind of fled off in 1870. Yep, and uh, went into the bar in E Town.
1: Yep. Oh, okay. So she actually did flee. Yeah, she did. She didn't just disappear. She, she was under duress,
3: just a little under duress and bloody. And who was in that bar? Clay Allison and Davy Crockett. Whoa!
1: But not the Davy Crockett's wow. Davy Crockett's nephew, nephew named
3: Davy Crockett. But also named Crockett. Clay.
1: Clay Allison. We have not mentioned yet, but, but uh, a, you are about to learn more about him as this season progresses. But uh, probably
3: had some head trauma.
1: Yeah, probably had some head trauma. <laughs> Definitely was part of the clan. Uh, the original clan uh fought for the confederacy um and just kind of also just not a guy to be fucked with generally my, yeah. my favorite anecdote is when he got pissed at a guy and challenged him to a knife fight but then he's like well we're gonna dig a grave first and then we're gonna fucking fight in the grave so whoever wins doesn't have to fuck around trying to bury no, whoever loses the live guy climbs out <laughs> yeah you're good to go and apparently clay Olson was the guy that climbed out
0: Two so, mad enter, one yep. <laughs> Wow
3: <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the wife, the Ute wife uh, Starts telling these people about all the people That they've been killing up there
1: Yeah, and well, what, why, why, what caused uh, her to flee?
3: Well, uh, when the uh, one of their travelers asked Are there Indians around? Uh, the young son said oh, Well, can't you smell the one under the floorboards?
1: Oh shit. <laughs> At which point his father
3: went into a rage, shot the traveler and bashed his son's head in the fireplace.
1: Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. He he just like shot the guy and then grabbed his 3-year-old son and smashed his head against the fireplace until he was no longer amongst the living. Fuck. Then locked his wife up and proceed to get drunk and then later she like, managed to climb out the chimney. Well, apparently. after that
2: I mean you really wouldn't need a drink after that. Like very drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like very drunk enough where the wife had time to escape, go to E Town and collect Clay Allison and some other concerned citizens.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh so oh, Clay shit. Allison led the townspeople back to the cabin and they find all these bones in the fireplace and under the house, and Kennedy was still drunk at that time, so it was pretty easy to be taken into custody if you're passed out I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, another witness came forward and said he saw a shooting which was good enough to convict him right. at yeah. the time.
1: Well, since they were not they were using an extrajudicial kind of court system.
3: Yeah, which yes. means uh, there was a rumor going around that Kennedy's lawyer was gonna try to buy his freedom. So they kind of took the law into their own hands and Clay Allison uh, drug him from a horse up, up. And da- up and down Main Street by the neck.
1: Until his <laughs> head popped off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> damn. That's like the opening of Hobo with a shotgun. Well, and then what did Clay Olson do with said head?
3: I uh, he staked it in on a stake, which is usually what you do on a stake yep. in front of the bar.
1: Nope. But not the bar in E-Town. Oh. The one in Macaroni.
3: Oh. That and, uh, missed. which I can't remember
1: why, because I think he had, some, it had something to do with the guy that owned that bar, and he made the guy... Uh, apparently that guy kept that head on that steak there for a couple of fucking years until somebody absconded with it. Damn, so dude. It, just... it would have been way cooler if they would have, like,
2: strapped him to a fucking camel and slapped his ass up <laughs> in the fucking <laughs> They were fresh out of camels. <laughs> so, okay, was there ever, like, a... Was there ever like
1: did did anyone ever come up with a reason why he was he was just doing it to rob people? He was robbing yeah. people. Well the thing is he kept on robbing people, they figure, but he never seemed to spend money. He's kind of a mountain man, so he's not like Right. But the, the theory is he just buried a bunch of their shit to use at a later time when he wouldn't arouse suspicion. Right. Which means
2: it's still out there. It could be mm-hmm. still out there. Fuck yeah, let's go to macaroni, dude. Look <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a couple metal detectors. That's a good thing about it's a lot risky. of these stories.
3: There's always a mythical your stash open or something.
2: In, yeah. Tony's a big fan of Oak Island, so... Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to find it eventually. They just have to spend
1: more than the fucking treasures worth. <laughs> yep. And that's why we could just be out kicking around the hills near Taos with some whiskey and a metal detector and have I just mean, get a chance. I mean, that doesn't sound like a bad idea in the first place, honestly. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Taos is home to those... Uh, er- have you ever seen Earth sh- Earthships?
1: Oh, yeah, with all the oh,
3: hippies.
2: Yeah, the, they make a house out of fucking or tires. Recycled tires. The, hippie, shit. hippie
3: prayer dogs. Yep. We, we drove by that. Dude, and I'm like, fucking what the one? fuck is this? <laughs> no,
2: I, I, I watched a YouTube video about that shit. It looks fucking rad, man. They're, they're, they're
3: not cheap, though.
2: We just make it out of used garbage, man. Yeah, That's but they're still
3: not as cheap as you think.
2: Yeah. well, <laughs> they is anything, should be. Is anything ever. Yeah. Everything's always more expensive than you think.
3: Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. whores. <laughs> uh, you want to move on to George Parrot?
1: We shall, because Yay. yeah, basically I just wanted to do that because like serial killers are kind of a Halloweeny thing, and then it can also like uh, it's a it's a prequel into uh, Clay Ellison, who we'll be talking yeah. about more later. And now once again, he's not to be fucked with, and that yeah, that Kennedy guy was Fuck fucking well just terrible. Yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> So now we're going to talk about somebody that was slightly less terrible, but worse at getting caught. And dead. And dead, and then things <laughs> that happened thereafter. So
3: George Parrot was born in France, so he could probably pronounce it George Perrot.
1: Except for, I think, wow. his real last name wasn't even Parrot. They just called him Parrot. If you look at picture of this guy, he has an exceptionally large hooked nose. Yeah, so they called him
3: Big his- Nose or Big Beak Parrot. Yeah. <laughs> He was a cattle rustler and a highwayman. Uh, 1878 comes around. He, he's in Wyoming. Uh, two law enforcement officers. One was a Wyoming deputy sheriff. One was a Union Pacific detective named uh, Widowfield and Tip Vincent.
2: Bo just showed me a picture of this guy. He looks like he's wearing the Groucho
1: Marx glasses without the glasses. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is an adequate description. <laughs> or kind of like Einstein without the haircut.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Einstein's pubic hair looks the same too
1: oh, absolutely
2: <laughs> you got a dick mustache
3: <laughs> so anyway the two lawmen were up after a Big Beacon as a gang uh, they kind of fucked up a train heist near Medicine Bell River there in Wyoming
1: well yeah because the guys that wanted to rob the train they tore up a bunch of track hoping the train would derail but some railroad workers are like oh look the track's all fucked up better fix it and also tell somebody that somebody's been fucking with the track. So these guys just sat there and watched him repair the track.
3: <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> Don't see that in the Westerns. <laughs> so the lawmen found their campsite, but uh, Lookout saw him first coming down, so they stamped out their campfire and hid. Then the gang ambushed the lawmen when they got up to the camp. They shot Widowfield in the face, and Tip Vincent uh, didn't try to take a tip. He tried to escape but was shot in the back. So they take their guns and horses and hid the bodies in the in the woods. But after that the murder was soon found out because when you send two guys off at after some outlaws and they don't come back, that's reasonable assumption.
1: Pretty good yep, confirmation yeah. that there's outlaws.
3: Yep. So a bounty of 10,000 was issued and then they quickly doubled it. So they were kind of serious about catching these assholes. Uh February 1879, Parrot and his gang were in Miles
1: Town or Miles City. Miles City. Yee-hee. My favorite Place to eat Taco John's and sleep in the Walmart parking lot on the way home. I'm tired.
3: You <laughs> knew there'd be something
1: like I think that. It <laughs> says that on the on the sign. <laughs> the answer. It's pretty much, and that's the beer of tourism right there. Like. Yep.
3: And Taco John's is the most honky-ish Mexican fast Absolutely. food restaurant you can get. Yeah, but they got
1: Mexi rolls, man.
2: Yep. Taco John's is like just barely followed by a, a Taco Time. Just oh, like it's, a
3: Seattle, it's fam. way
1: trashier than Taco. <laughs>
3: Six pack, and,
1: six pack and a pound. Six and, pack and a pound, baby. Oh, si- six tacos. Get the whole thing. Exactly. Yeah, in <laughs> high school you could get a six pack and a pound, which man, it was six tacos, like hard shell, like gringo tacos. Oh, so good. And like a, a pound of what they call potato Olays, which is fucking tater tots with lori seasoning. Oh so, yeah,
2: no. So like uh Napoleon, what, taco? Give me those tots. Taco time is the same thing. They're yeah, tater they do tats now. With like with like, uh, well, they've been doing it since uh, like
1: the '60s. Yeah. So is Taco John's. Yeah. I mean, they're probably uh, started uh, by the same I'll, two dudes. I We'll figure that out. Actually, the, fir-
2: the first Taco Time was in White Center, here in Seattle, like West oh, Seattle. I want to say the first
1: Taco John was in like Wyoming. Probably oh, say, man. like, Laramie Most or Oh shit, shit. They
2: both start with a W. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Spooky. <laughs> oh, but here they call them Mexi
1: Fries, which isn't racist yeah. at all. Well, Mexi Rolls. Yeah. That's not either. Mexi Pads. The Mexi Rolls are a lot like the Taco Time Crisp Burritos.
2: Oh, do where they deep fry whole burrito. Except
1: for they're little and they have cheese in with the meat. Ooh. And they give you... That's dip, a good idea. And they give you such authentic dipping sauces mm-hmm. as nacho cheese. Brown some, some kind of thing that's supposed to be guacamole <laughs> or sour cream. Ooh. As long
2: yep. as you can follow
1: it up with a choco taco. Yes. <laughs> so Yuck, fucking good. A- authentic Mexican Choco I, Tacos I had a summer
2: when I was like eighteen where I like every morning I ate a choco taco and chocolate milk. It was the fucking best summer. Wow, how much
3: that's pot were you smoking then? A lot.
1: <laughs> that was my weed year. Anyways. <laughs> So anyway, uh, Mile <laughs> City uh, blah, blah.
3: Yeah, so a local merchant Named Morris Kahn Would be uh, they found, They'd be <laughs> exactly. Found out that he'd be taking a bunch of money back east To stock up on some merchandise I don't know if he was going to Denver or,
1: or I'm gonna Bismarck. assume probably Bismarck it's Anyway, closer, it, yeah.
3: kinda So uh, Big Nose George Beaky George uh, And Charlie Burns and two others They uh, kinda hid uh, in a coulee Kind of around a corner And ambushed this uh,
1: Oh yeah Because the wagon train Wasn't just this merchant con It was like an army wagon train Yeah There was and like f- fucking soldiers and f- shit. F- Fifteen to
3: soldiers And two officers howitzers. From Fort Keogh There in Mile um, City Yep uh, So they ambushed them Near Terry, Montana On the um, Was it the Rosebud? Yeah well, a, not, It's right like uh, L-
1: Lily From back home Is from Terry originally there's nothing in Terry. No. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so uh, Colin and his escort team kind of they didn't got too far away from each other, so the gang kind of hit at the bottom and surprised them, and then captured the other guys too. So they well, that's made off.
1: Fucking embarrassing! Like, oh, 15 soldiers, you got like four guys that gave me your whip. You
3: know, <laughs> it's you know. like, yeah, funky, we're not getting paid you, enough you, for you this shit. You are fucking bad <laughs> at your jobs. Duty sales. Uh, so they made off with in between thirty six hundred or fourteen thousand, depending on who you believe. Which
1: is why, you, once again, yeah. I love thirty six
2: hundred or fourteen
3: thousand. Yep,
1: yep. You know, okay. within a just a contair of like, you yeah. Know, like,
2: yeah. No, that's a that's a pretty pretty small margin of error in the in the eye of yeah. you know
1: infinity. Well, I'm going to guarantee know. the fourteen thousand comes from Khan when he was probably trying to get his insurance money back. Oh, right. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes yeah.
3: sense. <laughs> Yeah, I had a Picasso in there.
1: Yeah.
3: it <laughs> <laughs> wasn't born yet. <laughs> uh, so Big Nose and his partner, this is about a year later, Charlie Burns, or Dutch Charlie. <laughs> Which wow, uh, means he was everybody probably Everybody had German. to have a yeah, right. nickname.
1: Well, generally, when you were called Dutch anything, you were probably actually German.
3: Mm-hmm. So they were arrested in uh, 1880 in Miles City by Lem Wilson and Fred Schmlerchmer. Schmlerchmer. So uh, Big Nose and Dutch Charlie were getting drunk and they were boasting of the uh, killing of the two Wyoming lawmen. So they were returned to Wyoming. Yep. Uh, Parrot was sentenced to hang April 2nd, 1881. So he still has another year of fucking around in the courts and shit.
1: Yep. Due he, process. Uh, Nobody said that right. Old West didn't have some kind of due process. I sentenced mm-hmm. you to death. <laughs> In 14 months. Yep. Now well, you know you can go the like I say you can go the Kennedy route and just get dragged up and down the street and have your head pop off. Or,
3: <laughs> but uh, he tries to escape right, for, right before the uh, grand jury. Uh, he fouled off the rivets on his shackles with a pocket knife or a piece of sandstone or a combination. I'm glad of they two. let him keep
2: his pocket knife in jail. Yeah, exactly.
3: There's
1: so many disturbing tales of like people incarcerated that still have like yeah, like a knife or people in just some cases him even guns. a gun. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Here, have this You're cake not going and anywhere. Gun. Well, as long as I
1: still have old Bessie here by my side, I'll be, feel safe in this jail cell. Don't <laughs> sleep, sleep with one eye open. Yeah. Okay.
3: So he's uh, free of his shackles and he hides in the washroom until a janitor enters and uh, big nose hits him over the head with his, uh, his chains, fractured his skull, but the janitor could still call out to his wife to go get help. And she grabbed a pistol and convinced Parrot to return to the yeah. cell.
1: Her name was Rosa.
3: Rosa. <laughs> uh, so the townspeople, of Rollins. Uh, you know, we should really have Andy here of uh, all the Wyoming history, but yeah, they always make fun of Rollins because it was you know just a shitberg because they had a choice between you know who who would get the college, Laramie or Rollins, and Rollins chose this the penitentiary and <laughs> Laramie got the university. <laughs> oh
2: man, <laughs> that is a. Uh... Makes me think of uh, Evergreen State College in Olympia. It was originally, when they started constructing, it was uh, it was going to be a prison, and oh, then
3: that explains it. Yeah, which is <laughs> why it's such a weird looking
2: fucking campus. Uh,
1: and so then so about, welcoming to. It was like half, students.
2: halfway or three quarters of the way through construction, uh, the funding dropped out for the prison, and then like they turned it into a state college because they're like, well, we're not going to leave this fucking. You know, wasted space. And it's also, it's like secluded from the rest of Olympia. Yeah. You got to drive kind of out. It's mm. in a we, just a it's weird like, little zone
1: by itself with nothing else around yeah, it. And picturing the, the nice green lawn with the college sign and then a bunch of like free weights and some basketball hoops. Yeah, right. Uh,
2: this is home to like,
1: why is there razor wire around the school? Yeah.
3: Now it's, you know, the hippiest place you can be. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. And the, the clock tower I always thought would be a cool place to go and shoot people. But I guess that's probably was for the prison. <laughs> it's probably yeah. probably guard sense. tower.
1: Yep. I'll just put a clock on it. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right there, so, fucking Austin. Uh,
3: so, uh, oh, yeah. Charles, what was his name? Pittman. Yep. You know you're serial killers. First incel. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so the townspeople of Rollins heard of uh, this is attempted escape. So they decide to lynch Big Nose's ass.
1: Well, I like the fact that, yeah, they didn't just come in, like, straight Clay Ellison-style, like, lynch mob-style. Like, oh, we're going to rescue you.
2: hmm Oh, they said we're going to rescue you? Oh. <laughs> yeah,
3: they, they <laughs> rescued him by stringing him up on a telegraph pole. <laughs> nope. <laughs> His partner, Dutch Charlie, met a similar fate after capture, trying to escape on the way to Rollins. He was strung up on a tel- uh, telegraph pole.
1: <laughs> that was the thing I've read a lot about this old west shit. It was like back in the day, a lot of these towns, you know, there was not a tree for thirty fucking miles, so it became problematic. You didn't have a lot of extra timber around, or necessarily the time, or the want, or the carpentry skills to build a gallows. But goddamn it, you need to hang somebody. So what do you and do? We need to do it now. Hey, thank you, Western Telegraph Service, or, <laughs> <Yeah>. for supplying <laughs> much convenient ass hanging posts. Yeah. <laughs> This lynch killing brought to you by AT&T. Hey, yeah.
2: <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs>
3: ah, my, uh, I can't remember what episode
1: it was where I showed you the guy strapped to the windmill. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. Well, we don't really have a way to... Hey, we'll just strap his ass to a windmill. <laughs> Let him see how he likes that shit for a few days. Fuck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, this is... And then now is the best part. Yes, this is, this, this is
1: where we get to... Because up until now... This is kind of run of the mill. I'm a shitty highwayman kind of train robbery kind of guy, but this is what sets the George Parrot story apart and makes it more appropriate for a Halloween kind of <laughs> kind of tale.
3: So, Big Nose's body was given to two doctors to study his brain for his criminality. No, they're still oh, in f- yeah, phrenology. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Let's poke at this brain, and see what's different between this brain I'm and that read the brain. The lumps
2: in his head. <laughs> yep.
3: The top of his skull was just kind of sawn off. And they gave it to the doctor's
1: assistant. Who was 15 years old.
3: And a girl named, named Lillian, Lillian Heath, yep. who later became Wyoming's first female doctor. Or the, I think it was maybe the first female doctor west of the
1: Mississippi. Probably. Yeah. Ooh.
3: So, yeah. Shout out to a- Andy's uh, wife, Amber, which. Is what, a she's female a do-
1: doctor west of the Mississippi in Wyoming. Yep. <laughs> Cameron, what's her specialty? Uh, dermatology. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So she could have helped out with the other part. That's about to come.
3: Mm-hmm. Making a um, medical bag and a pair of shoes from... His
1: skin. Whoa, his, what? his fucking skin, yeah. So... Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> Fuck if I know. For fun. Wait, who did it? <laughs> the doctors. The fucking doctors. <laughs> they skinned his thighs and his torso. They left on the nipples. They left on the nipples. They sent it to a tannery in fucking Denver. <laughs> It's yeah. not like they even did it them fucking cells, like some goddamn Texas chainsaw weirdos. No, they sell to do a fucking tannery. see <laughs> <laughs> hey, would you make me a pair of shoes and a medical bag? And, and the uh, fucking tannery's like, yeah, cool, sound Yeah, dudes. well and they also yep. cut off his fucking face and had that more or less taxidermy. He doesn't have any ears. Oh my God! are the pictures I, as fucking Oh big? yeah! I'm oh to, yeah! I'm, I'm about to hit you with that. I had, no, no, to no. Kind of, I had to I kind of hide them when I showed you the picture. <laughs> oh, and also, uh, what did what did uh, our youngest female doctor in Wyoming do at the top of school? Yep. You bet your ass you <laughs> and a doorstop. Bet your sweet sweet ass that. Uh, yep. <laughs> oh no! And
3: uh, one of the doctors uh, named Osborne, uh, he was elected the first Democratic governor of Wyoming. So you wore those shoes to the uh, inaugural hey, oh. ball.
1: Just take a take a take a <laughs> stroll through the oh, George Parrot gift shop my of merchandise. Fucking
3: god. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what the gift shop was like in that county museum. God, I hope they have
1: replicas. Yeah, that's the
3: next
2: shoes up. look crazy. They look like they look like regular well, shoes until you, where he, your toes he, start and, and here, then it here, turns he, into he, human Well, skin. well here, here's exactly
1: why, Tony. I read uh, more detail about this. Because the tan part Like the lighter part Is his skin And the rest of it Is normal beef hide Okay
2: that's what it looks like Because they didn't like.
1: have Enough skin to make The whole shoe oh, And plus oh human skin head. Being soft And like Kind of weak Is not good for like The structural integrity You want out of a shoe So they just cap the yeah. uh, the cap the tops It's just of the good controls. for lampshades Yeah Yeah
2: <laughs> I mean this guy Doesn't even seem like Like the worst criminal In the world No The doctors kind of do Seem a little worse Yeah A little more Oh my god this little picture, more Dr. Mangula there, shit there, Happened with There's another picture of this guy with, uh, he's looking dead on into the camera and he looks like a fucking grown up, uh, uh, Eddie Munster kind (laughs) of.
0: I know. He's got like
2: the the giant ears and the fucking, Mm -hmm. like, Widow's Peak. Widow's Peak. Yep. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, whoa, 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 what's it? Yeah, there's the (laughs) ashtray.
1: Oh, have you seen where they find... Okay. They, they cat's skull with the top cut off of it? Well, let's get the part... Dude, it looked like the thing well, Indiana Jones Here, drink all f- blood out of. See, the reason why most of this came to light is because they were doing a public works project in Rollins at some fucking point. 1950. And in 1950, they dug up that. Yeah, I saw that picture. That's what they dug up, and they're like, what the fuck is this?
2: A
3: barrel, a, a for- barrel
1: of bones with a skull with the, <laughs> the top... skull the top chopped off. What the fuck? And they're like, what the fuck... Did we just Fine. find? And then um, it came to light.
3: Yeah. D- uh, Dr. Lillian Heath was still alive. Yep. She was in her 80s, and she was contacted and brought the skull there. And it fit together. <laughs> yep. That must have been the picture of the old lady holding very
1: That is very definitely <laughs> yeah, a picture okay, of her, that's totally yes. Her.
2: Holy shit. No, we have to post this stuff up on in, yep. like, <laughs> social media.
3: Yeah, they later did DNA test and just to prove that the parts fit together.
2: Yep. Yeah. Oh fuck!
1: It's a shoe <laughs> fit.
3: So the shoes are on display in the Carbon County Museum in Rawlins. Uh, right. The what, skull cap. What county?
1: Carbon. 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 Okay. They do a lot of coal mining out there, mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. Wyoming.
3: The skull cap is on show at the Union Pacific Museum in Omaha.
1: Because he was a, a train robberist kind of. Yeah. I'm assuming.
3: And then <laughs> He's the medicine. A train robber.
1: Mm. Train robberist. <laughs>
3: Yep. yep and then the medicine bag with the nipples was never found yeah. so that's uh, that's, that's so out there so
1: antiques road show and all you you fucking storage space fucking vulture ass fucking shows keep keep your fucking eyes open because if you find a medical bag with nipples on it like, I want it
0: <laughs>
1: I kind of want to go rob that the uh, the place where they got
2: those shoes I want to see what size they are I do not want to smell them I've been in the old curiosity shop, shoes. and I'm the thinking the bowling shoe spray and fucking hose them down, dude. <laughs> It'll rehydrate the nipples. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I would have put the nipples on the shoes, <laughs> right yep. on the tip you of the toe. Step right, on
3: dude? my blue suede shoes. Oh fuck! Huh?
2: <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> don't you step on my human flesh shoes? And now
1: you know why we save this tale of a mediocre train robber and highwayman in the Halloween <laughs> <laughs> episode because <laughs> it is fucking crazy. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs>
3: So beware of human skin shoes and camels with skeletons on their back, and don't stop at any.
1: Well, mama always told me to beware of camels with skeletons on their back. Always. She was remiss
2: about the human skin shoes. And if anybody tells you that what they just wiped on you is ectoplasm, (laughs) don't fucking believe them. Definitely, definitely semen. (laughs) 100%. Ecto-gism?
1: Yeah. (laughs)
3: Is that Whoa. all you got for
1: me today? <laughs> that that yeah. is all we got for okay, you today. That's a great place to end that. Yeah. yeah,
3: we could go out with some pornographic ghosts and some yeah. gunfire. Yeah.
0: And um,
1: once again, welcome back to the uh, second season of uh, How the West Was Fucked. Uh, next week will be a little more normal, but I hope you enjoyed this one. And yeah. uh, fuck you very really much. Strap in, fuckers. All right. Strap on. Yep. Fire it. All right. the <laughs> <Build a> gunfire. <laughs> For God, we're just going to tack this in wherever, so whatever. Uh, for those of you interested in the fucking Red Ghost story and the United States Army Camel Corps, there's a movie that came out in the 70s called HOMPS, H-A-W-M-P-S, with an exclamation point at the end of it
0: that has, like, slim
1: pickings and stuff. And there is a guy that plays uh, a High Jolly, who's described as an Arab, but on the poster, he just calls him that thing in the tablecloth. That thing in the tablecloth?
0: <laughs> thing in the tablecloth. <laughs> fuck. So that's going to be
1: some atrocious viewing. Just for your further edification, right, if I'm you wanted
2: to know more about... I'm going to look for it. If it doesn't exist <laughs> digitally, I will find it on tape. I will digitize it, and then anybody that wants it, hit me up, and I'll fucking send you a Dropbox link to it.
1: Right on. Oh, fuck yeah. I will find it. Awesome. So I just wanted to... Yeah, add that.
3: Yeah, and my name in the donkey show is Billy Joe Cameltoe, so... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I Second forgot enough. that, too. Second <laughs> hail of gunfire. Yep.
0: <laughs> For my ladies! Damn, look like my women is on time. Baby, I can show warm you up. Oh, no shit, baby. I can dig it. Dolomite is my name, and f***ing up mother is my game. Breathing down your neck. Damn, damn, girl, this mother I got rhythm. <laughs> I've got an old girl yeah, army that knows what. turn the whole world around. You know, you're still the best man that I know in bed. I'm waiting for Dolomite. For who? Dolomite. Ooh. And tell him I want him out of here in 24 hours. And 23 of them are already gone. It was a spooky joint. (laughs)